Good morning. So should you eat breakfast and is it the most important meal of the day? So over the next three to five minutes, I'm going to be talking about breakfast. Is it the most important meal of the day? Should you eat it? Should you not? What have you heard in the past? Do you eat breakfast actually? Um, comment below. Let me know if you do have breakfast and why you have it as well. It'll be interesting to hear your reasons why, because you often hear, right, going back when, when it kind of switched, saturated fat, bad, uh, we need to get away from kind of your tr traditional breakfast and more to grains, whole grains, then the rise of breakfast cereals. Um, you know, there's no better way to start your day. Um, cornflake advert, all of that stuff. Um, you know, when you wake up, you know, then you have your cornflakes and you're buzzing. I've never been really buzzing after cornflakes. Anyway, um, so that kind of pushed it, right? And then what's kind of happened is if you look at the food industry, it's kind of gone towards like biscuits and we're essentially having biscuits for breakfast just to get breakfast in because it's the most important meal of the day. Yeah. When we start to think about it, it sounds a bit odd, right? Now, should you eat breakfast? And what's the advantages of breakfast? Why would you eat it? Well, if you consider that if eating breakfast helps your hunger throughout the day, if it helps your concentration throughout the day, which it may, um, especially in kids, there's lots of research in kids that, that have breakfast can generally um, concentrate better, they have more cognitive performance, then that's going to be a good thing for you. Does it make you eat more or less throughout the day? That's the question for you. If your goal is weight loss and it means that you eat more through the day or less through the day, if it means that it helps control your hunger, you're less likely to snack on those biscuits in the office mid-morning or mid-afternoon, then this is probably a good thing for you, right? Because it's helping with your hunger. It's helping to make sure that you don't pick at something that's more calorific than perhaps your breakfast. So if you have 500 calories at breakfast, just like a plain number, then you may be less likely to snack on five, six, seven hundred calories, even 800 calories of rubbish, which is cake and biscuits in the office or at home, if you're working from home, which is harder than ever. The biscuits we bought for the kids, for the kids, um, inverted commas, for us really, or just in case we have visitors. That's, that's a good one. Um, just in case of them, now we start to eat them now we've actually eaten more than our breakfast. So we've tried to be really good in the morning. And if if stress eating, like I covered yesterday, stress eating, comfort eating is an issue for you, then you might want to consider actually having breakfast. Now, I would say it is quite important what you have for breakfast, the weather that's going to work for you. Because if it's a simple question of, okay, should I eat breakfast? Well, does it make you eat more or less throughout the day? It's a great way to simplify it. But at the same time, a protein-rich breakfast is probably, and the research shows it's more likely to keep you full up for longer and to help with satiety and lower, even subconsciously, your food intake throughout the day. So you're almost less likely to think about food. There was one study, I think it was 35 grams of protein or 42 grams of protein at breakfast. And they just literally gave them like a double scoop of protein shake in the morning. And they also consciously ate less. There's similar ones in, in studies on eggs as well. Like when they give people eggs for breakfast, people subconsciously eat less. And when you, when you can really get, get people subconsciously eating less, that's, that's an amazing thing in a world where we're bombarded by food messages, but also food. Like you go walk into a petrol station, the mini eggs are staring at you. Would you like a one pound chocolate bar? 
you go to the supermarket, the checkout, you're queuing up. Oh, there's some biscuits, chocolate there as well. We're surrounded by it. So if we can have something that's hitting our physiological hunger, as I mentioned yesterday, if you didn't see that, then that's going to be a great thing already. So what we have for breakfast might be a key thing here. But then for some people, they have breakfast and it actually makes them more hungry. If that's you, let me know. I'm, I mean... I'm kind of like that, depending on what I have. If I have something more protein-based, I'm fine. If I have something quite sweet-tasting, then it's a bit more like, yeah, I'm kind of fancy a bit more, more of that now. You almost get that taste for it. Now, I think you've got to make this scenario work for you. So if you know that you can have a later breakfast, like mid-morning, and you know you can plan something quick and easy for that, whether that is some overnight oats that you can take in, whether that's... Um, a protein shake, whether that's some boiled eggs, whatever it is that you can, you know, you can grab or something that's on the way, then maybe it is worth delaying it. If you find that you eat at like, you have to eat at like 5am, 6am to get where you need to be for work. And then by 9am, you're then hungry again and you feel like you're, everything's edging earlier. Whereas actually for me, like I get up very early. So I actually delay my breakfast, you could say, but to like 8am. So for some people, that's just breakfast. But for me, I'm actually delaying it. I've been up maybe three, three and a half hours. So that's like if someone got up at seven, that's like having it at half, 10, 11. And this is where the definitions come in. And I'm quite annoying with this when I uh, have a lecture at Oxford Brooks and we talk about this and you've got to define terms because we can be talking about breakfast, having an argument that you should have breakfast, you don't have breakfast. But actually the research on breakfast is pretty much prior to 11 a.m., so you might have two people saying you need to eat breakfast, yet someone's having like a bit of a brunch at like half ten. Um, and they technically are having breakfast. Now, there's also some research that says um, having your calories earlier on in the day may be better in terms of um, outcomes. And that could be true. Um, there's an indication of that in terms of circadian rhythm. Um but whether that is just a side effect of if someone has breakfast, they're less likely to snack binge later, potentially, there could be something to that. But there's some interesting research on that, um, but it will have minimum impact. And it does, again, depend on your lifestyle, right? So we have to consider that. So I hope that helps. That's that's breakfast in a nutshell. So if you're having breakfast in bed today um, from someone, just give them the benefits and the drawbacks of uh, this conversation. And then if it doesn't work for you, send it back. And uh, if it does, enjoy. And I'll see you later. Have a good one. Take care.